Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, my music people. Do you like old vinyl records? Do you like music that maybe is a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll? Then here's the show for you. Welcome, everybody, to Dustin Vinyl with your hosts, Dustin Chapin and Anthony Gepper. <laughs> it was fading out. I, I wanted it to fade I think back they in. They just stole your music from somewhere. It sounded like you. And then, it was, uh, you know, folks, we're trying new stuff, we're trying to update intros. I just thought, you know, I don't know. Well, maybe we'll go back to the awkward intros. Who knows? Um, we're trying. Uh, we're trying to, uh, you know, update stuff here, and you know, yeah. we had a recorded intro, but then it kind of sounded like Anthony anyway. So it was like, maybe <laughs> I feel like it's like a, it's like at the supermarket with the kiosk thing, you know, where it's just like, you know, you get to bag your own groceries. That's what it was like. Like we took a job from you. <laughs> you t- yeah, <laughs> but I still get to hang out. Yeah, we took a job from you with a button, you know. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll get. We're gonna rethink. We'll, you know, we got the. Whole... All right. Well, some. I don't know. It sounds something like that. Yeah. Computer can't do that. Just off the cuff. <laughs> um, yeah. So cool, man. Um, how you been? You have a good week? Anything fun? Uh, yeah, it's been all right. But I bought a lot of new clothes, <laughs> which I was excited about. That's that's a exciting way to start this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Are you are you like buying clothes? Like, yeah. Well, I'm starting thing? to lose some of my pandemic weight, so now I fit mm. into stuff again. So it's just yeah. updating it. I'm really skinny, man. And, uh, I, a lot of my clothes don't fit like they used to because Lee and I went on this protein thing. Yeah. And of course, you know, it's all, it's always like the girl gets mad because <laughs> she's, she's trying to lose like 10 pounds. I lose like 15 in like four days, you know? <laughs> so, so I just go, Phew. and so, and then, you know, but I do like buying clothes. It's just expensive. You know, it's like, yeah. You know, Thank God my head's not shrinking, so I have to buy new hats. <laughs> this big ass head ain't going nowhere. But, uh, <laughs> so, but you know, um, so you're you're losing weight. That's cool. I'm losing weight and working out a little bit. Okay, all right. So today I decided this is a big deal for me. I decided I was going to, you know, I got to get back in shape. Um, it's hard for me to like, you know, I'll go to the gym, I'll hit the boxing bag, I'll play around, but I can never focus in on anything. Like I need kind of a regiment thing. Yeah. So, and I really like in, um, uh, you know, Brad Pitt's body in, in fight club. Like, I think that's the perfect body. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's not, agreed upon. <laughs> Everybody agrees. <laughs> Everybody's Perfect like specimen Brad, of a man. Brad Pitt in Fight Club. I mean, dudes, whatever. We're all like, I yeah. do him, you know. But it's like it's the perfect body. And actually, he has the workout, and he has like the the diet, and he has like all the stuff he did. And one thing that he did that I thought was pretty cool is instead, because my problem is I'll go into a gym and then I'll just like hit the hit the weights, the the you know, the arm thing and the row thing. What he does, he, when he did that, he just worked like Mondays were chest day. So he just did all chest on Monday. And then Tuesday was like arms and you know, the next oh, yeah. day was shoulders and that kind of thing. 
And uh, yeah, so I thought that was a, you know, and then he eats, you know, freaking six eggs and, you know, seven yolks and, you know, oatmeal and, you know, stuff nobody wants to eat. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, with raisins and stuff. So I'm going to try to do it. I'm gonna, So that's going to be, that'll be part of the show where I'll see if I see if <laughs> we'll see. How, by at, summer, if I have a Brad by the summer, Okay. I'll Did do, you say I'll how long it took? Before him? and afters. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see. But, how do you uh, find this? I, I didn't know. I didn't know you could look this up. Are you gonna do the Brad Pitt challenge with me? I think we Maybe. could make it a thing. How funny would it be if you just got ripped and then I just like nothing. <laughs> you look like Brad Pitt. I look like Billy Crystal. I'm like, what? And it's just Billy awful. That, that would be what would happen. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff cool. going on um, in music, and I'm pretty mad about it. Um, you know, th this came out, you know, last week with Spotify, who's a music service and they don't respect comedians. And so I, you know, they took, you know, they didn't want to negotiate with comedians because there, there was some copyright issues and stuff. And so they just got rid of all the comedians. And so all our albums are off Spotify. Everybody, Bergazzi, Chappelle, every, all of us and little guys like me, it's like, I need that traffic. Because that traffic leads you to buy my stuff or see me at a show or listen to the podcast or whatever. So it's really infuriating. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. So I gave him my Spotify account, which, you know, that's that's about as protesty as I get. But um, so I got Apple you, Music. And, oh, you, um, got, you like it? It's okay. I'm digging it. It's like I got the free trial. And it's not like Apple Music has ever, you know, raped this country or anything. So... <laughs> It's not like they're taking our money. <laughs> no, they're fine, right? <laughs> or not looking out for artists. But I tell you, Apple's treating me pretty good, actually, to be honest with you. So compared to Spotify. So I don't know. I just think it's outrage. So if you're out there, guys, just so you know, if you're on Spotify, you hate comedians. <laughs> and you know, you, you know whose album didn't get the didn't get cut from Spotify? A guy with a guitar. Me. The guy with the guitar. <laughs> See, you can still those, stream me <laughs> all night all, long. All those people that gave you shit about playing guitar. Not yeah. me. You're not a comic. You're like, you got the guitar. And you're like, ha, ha, ha. My albums are still on there, asshole. Yeah. How so. does it feel, comedians, <laughs> when somebody doesn't like you for, for your right. art? You and Weird Al are safe. <laughs> but those of us, you I know. just got a $50 uh, payment from, from streaming services. Okay, quit rubbing it in, man. I just, you know, I, I, I'm angry about it. But uh, well, you that's know. like quarterly, I think. Yeah, it's not, it's not about the money. <laughs> it's about the fact that comics are treated like immigrants in this country in, this, in the realm of show business. Like, they don't care about us. Mm -hmm. They don't care. Like, you know, nobody's going, nobody's taking Aerosmith off because, you know, whatever. But comedians, nobody. And these are big comedians, too. And yeah. so people don't treat this craft like an art. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's like I sh really should have learned to play an instrument. So... This is what I get for just telling. I, great I thought your great album might be safe because on both albums we did a song. We did DM. music on both albums, but I guess yeah. one song is not enough. Yeah, I guess that's not enough. But I thought I, you know, when I when I heard about it, I was I was interested to see. Yeah, if they if you they know, still took it off. So guys, you know, I mean, support Anthony, I guess. But the rest of you know. Hey, but I'm everywhere. I'm on Apple Music. Switch over yeah, to Apple are. Music. Switch to Apple Music. Switch to Apple oh. Music, people. So it's a big, it's my big <laughs> protest here on Twitch with with six people playing video games and, and kind of <laughs> sort of paying attention. <laughs> Get off Spotify. <laughs> All right. 
So I'm going to bring in our uh, co-host today early because, you know, I feel like they would have fun with um, the random pulls that I'm doing. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so let's just in. get this party started. Uh, very funny uh, comedians and sound engineers and whatever they are. I don't know. But there are buddies here on the show and they contribute a lot. Please give it up. You got pre-recorded music for this? Or should we I- do. We do. We got we got me with a recorder. <laughs> I can't even whistle. How bad am I? <laughs> I was trying to do that joke and couldn't whistle. <laughs> I'm going to get a recorder for next time and we're going to jam out. I think we yeah, should all have instruments. We'll get a little tambourine. Adam will get the triangle. <laughs> Jeffrey will get a tambourine. That'd be hilarious. We're doing that next time. We're doing like the tr- band. I'm about to bring you up. Here we go again. I'm out of here. <laughs> he can't help himself. He's like, he's like ah, I'm going Jeffrey Ball, Adam Holtz. They can't contain themselves. I got to bring them on. I got to bring him on. Take <laughs> everything out of Jeff. He can't. He can't. I thought we were introduced. I thought this was, yeah, yeah, no, was about to introduce you. Your name. Introduction is called is yeah. about a name. I love you. <laughs> I don't give a shit. All right. What's everybody? You got the glasses. You f- you're feeling studious. Get the. Feel, yes. Yes. I'm feeling very, very back, uh, ready to rock. I like it. I like today. it, Jeff. I like it. Uh, <laughs> how you been? You been good? You ready for the holidays? Yeah. Yeah. Busy. Uh, no. Out here, I've been doing a lot of uh, Christmas parties already. Oh, yeah? Like, like a performing lot of, like, or just hanging out or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Performing <laughs> like a lot of like, company uh, Christmas parties. You know what I like at Christmas Catering. parties? Rum balls. <laughs> yes. Because, oh, yeah. Because here's the deal. Here's the deal. Anthony, I, now I know why people hate you. <laughs> you don't hate me. They hate you just yeah, as much as they hate Anthony. me. We they probably have me. the same amount of enemies, Jeff. We do. I guarantee you. We're about equal. We're equal in enemies. And I ran, I ran more shows, so I probably have three more enemies than you. That's Listen, it. if they're an enemy of you, then they're an enemy of Ah, look at this guy. I love this guy. I love this guy. I like this kid, Clarence. Okay. So, <laughs> rum balls. Because here's the deal with me. I'm sober. I don't drink. Obviously, everybody knows that. 13 years, whatever. But I do have a loophole. And the loophole is food. Like, I'm figuring, like, like I can't. I'm not going to go to the bar and throw some shots back. But if you can invite me to your crappy-ass Christmas party, and there's something on the table, and it's chocolate, and nobody tells me it's rum balls, I'm going to eat about 15 of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's, I love it because I get a little drunk. Not crazy. I'm not fighting anybody, but, but, I get, but I get to kind of feel what it feels like to be, you know, relaxed and boozed up. But, you know, yeah. it's rum balls, so it's not crazy. I thought that it cooked out. The I, don't know. I don't think you cook them. What you do oh. is you you make like a chocolate and then you put like a syringe in it. Oh. And you're like, and you're just like, so I mean, not that I've researched it, but yeah, yeah. in not my head, all. there's two things that I go, here's the deal. I do, I do uh kava. What's that? Kava tea. Oh yeah. I do yeah. that because nobody's sanctioned that as alcohol. And then I'll do rum balls. Cause come on, man, how drunk could I get? So, so that if, if my sponsor's watching shot? this, I don't give a shit. I like that you have a loophole. I never knew that. Eh, that's it. If you want to party with me, bring some rum balls. <laughs> I won't smoke weed. I won't do edibles. I won't drink. But I'll do some rum balls with you. So let me know. That's so, good. You know, because I don't drink either, but uh, maybe maybe rum me balls. You and some rum balls and like yeah. in Jeff's car, that's a party. <laughs> um, about some you know, he's got a nice car. It's like a Mercedes or something. So that'd be a good yeah, place a- to do rum balls. Mm. <laughs> So, guys, Christmas is coming. Very excited. Adam, are you excited? Do you, what do you do for Christmas? Just stay in that little room? Like, what do you do? <laughs> go, go anywhere? <laughs> I feel like you're That's, always right there. Right. Or, CB, <laughs> or the CBS lot. It's one of the two. Right. <laughs> 
Oh, let me get back to Jeff for a second. Jeff, how are the Christmas parties performing? Is it tough? Like, is it like private stuff? Yeah, some are really good. The one I did yeah. uh, this past weekend, they, they had a couple of belly dancers open up for me. Oh, I saw that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, which was, which was really weird. And the setup couldn't have been worse for comedy. Yeah. I don't think I want to follow was, a belly dancer. Like, that's, that's rough. No, but it was one of those gigs where, like, the money was really, really good and you just don't want to turn it down. But it was, you know, like you had to plow through. Okay. You know, it was Money's good. Cool. Kind of you know, gigs. Anthony and I are available at all times. So yeah. let us know about a good money gig with belly dancers. Miles away Come from on. Me. Yeah, stop holding back on it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fly tomorrow. I got plenty of miles. That's fun. Though. Yeah, following weird stuff like you know, I always make fun of you where you had that gig where I had to follow a doo wop band oh, at an island in a basketball court. Ultimate, ultimate pro on that one. That was horrendous. That was a rough one. <laughs> This is actually a bit of mine, but I'm not going to go into it too much. But I, you know, it was in one of my albums, but I had to follow a lasso guy. And it was like a country show. They had a country band and me and a guy with lasso. He was really good at lassos. And it was it was the craziest thing. I had the worst time following because nobody wants to see comedy. When you see a guy that can do two lassos at once to stay alive, <laughs> like nobody wants a comic after that. And they yeah. went bananas. He got a standing ovation. And then I come up and I was kind of sick. So I didn't have any energy. And then I couldn't, the microphone phone was messed up it was a whole thing man off worst gig of my life it was like the you know it, it just bombed like horrible and it was like and everybody thought i was gonna crush because it was a country theme and it just oh, did not yeah. work out because i couldn't follow a, rope how about three hot belly dances and then me and you can't hear me because the acoustics are off the charts terrible yeah the mic I, keeps cutting in and out let me tell you, brother, you would still rather follow that than a guy who's amazing at ropes. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you, How I, good was this lasso guy? This lasso guy's phenomenal. I don't remember his name. He was just so good. He had like, they glued, they glowed in the dark and stuff. It was crazy. Oh, it was man. like, he had like cases for him. Like, it was so funny. He kept good. them in a case? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's his Wait, livelihood, man. That's the part that you're impressed. I'm impressed by the glow in the dark. I figured it's Crazy. lassos. They're just like in a sack full no, of lassos. No, no, dude. This is a high-end rope guy. And then afterwards, I, I was trying to steal them because I wanted to hang myself. I have to borrow those ropes because oh, that's the kind of gig great. it was. That's great. So Christmas is here coming. Christmas is coming. Speaking of it's hanging close. yourself. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like that segue? Yeah, so the holidays, every year I want to hang myself in the holidays. But what keeps us from hanging ourselves in the holidays is Christmas music and albums. And Anthony, you seem like you probably hate the whole Christmas thing, like music wise. You seem like you're a guy that like, because Jeff's yes. pretty cheesy like me. Like, I feel like Jeff will leave it on in the, st- in the car and kind of get into it. Because Jeff is like yeah. a cool guy, but he's not. And when yeah. he's like by himself, I'm the same way. I'm a dork when I'm by myself, but everybody thinks I'm cool. It's like, you have no right. idea. I will crank up some Christmas music, you know? So you see me a huge punk fan. rock for it, right? Well, there's a few that I like. I really like the Kinks Christmas song. Yeah. Uh like that's uh, the the waitresses. They've got a Christmas okay. rapping. Okay. That's pretty great. Right. Uh the John Lennon one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that song. I and I'll go so far song. as to say the Paul McCartney. Okay. Also. Yeah. It's it's Simply a little, not a huge Paul McCartney man. It's cheesy. Out, I love Paul McCartney, Beatles, but that's but yeah. yeah. So, but but other than that, I, it kind of annoys me. Yeah, uh, Adam, what's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, 
Um, you have one? Nah, I gotta, I gotta Bruce think. Springsteen. And, uh, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, well, that's got, one uh, of my least. He's got uh, Santa, Claus. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> Santa Claus is coming. <laughs> How about you, Jeff? Uh, I have two. Uh, oh, I have one, one that is yes. easily my favorite. I love uh, Darlene Love. And she did a song with the E Street band called uh, All Alone on Christmas, okay. which was on the Home Alone 2 soundtrack. And I love Stevie Wonder's version of Sunday at Christmas. Nice. Mm, very cool. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite. I uh, I like the classics. I like, you know, um, what is that? 12 Days. What is that? Uh, Partridge in a Pear oh. Tree and all that stuff. Oh, I like all yeah. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I like all the Charlie Brown music. Yeah. Like I love all that stuff. Oh, that I stuff's forgot about great. that. I, I love the Grinch. The Grinch is my favorite. Oh, the Grinch. So, all right, the Grinch is okay. I'm okay with the Grinch. <laughs> so I was at, uh, I can never say it right. Adam always corrects me. Omiba? Omiba. Is that what it is? Yes. Yep. Said it right. First time ever. <laughs> and I was sifting through their stuff, you know, the Christmas albums. And I found, uh, this was hilarious. And this is an actual photo. This is not, oh my God. this is not a photo shoot, a Photoshop. This is Jimi Hendrix, uh, Christmas what? album. And it's, uh, this is an actual photo that he was doing for like a British, uh, newspaper. And uh, to kind of, you know, as a spoof or whatever. And the estate released this album. This album is like 16 minutes long. There's there's hardly any music <laughs> on it. That The estate is so greedy at the Jimi Hendrix. Like, they don't care. They, they'll release anything. They release him coughing. You know what I mean? Like, they don't care. But this is pretty cool. What's cool about it, it has, you know, it, it has it has drummer boy instrumental. So he's just jamming it. It's phenomenal. It has, uh, what is the other song here? Christmas. Um, let me see what it all has. There. Sorry, I just got it, so I'm not that. Is it all instrumental? It's all instrumental, except oh, three nice. little bears. He does like a three little bears kind of blues riff, and uh, he sings that. But it's Little Drummer Boy, Silent Night, um, the New Year's song. Uh, you know, oh, Old Lang Syne or something. Old Lang Syne. I'd never had to say no, that. Old Lang Syne. Yeah. Okay. That's why Jeff's here. He's more educated. And, I was uh, pretty close. I said it basically. Stop competing with Jeff. <laughs> I, I like you all. Okay, stop. <laughs> Daddy likes all his kids. <laughs> but, but it's a you know it's a picture disc and you know it's it's got some, I wish we could play it, but uh, you guys play it when you're not around. But it's I think I think a couple of the songs come up on you know, the streaming services. But it's just cool, you know, just to you know listen to some Hendrix, do some Christmas stuff. The Little Drummer Boy is really cool. And it only uh, plays on one side, right? No, it plays both sides. It has two sides. Yeah, it plays oh, two wow. sides. Yeah, it's two, oh, two wait, sides yeah, of let's music. See the, let's see the flip side. Uh, the flip side is kind of him in a, looks like a field or something. I don't know what's going on. Oh, like that's a, cool. Like roses or something. But it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And um, I figured this next one is going to be a hit with this with this crowd. Uh, the Cheap Trick Christmas album. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh wow. So this was cool. fun. There's some originals on here. There's like five originals that the band oh. actually wrote for their Christmas songs with the Christmas theme. Um, they're not that good. But, um, <laughs> I, there's, really? there's what? No, I mean, here's the deal. You know, when you make a Christmas album, you know, you probably got divorced. Or you got some alimony. <laughs> Something went wrong. <laughs> you, got, well, you got a lawsuit. You got, yeah. you got a third home you're trying to figure out. Yeah. Now, get me wrong. One of the greatest rock bands of all time. Oh, easily, they're amazing. Easily. They're amazing. However, you know, Christmas songs are funny when rock bands do them because it's like, 
you don't really want to do them. You're just trying to make a little cash on the side. Yeah. Which I, which I respect. Balance. I respect. You know, I get it. But like, I mean, dude, yeah. if I could make a Christmas comedy album, I would. You know, I might. Maybe. Next year. I that's a pretty thought good idea. Through. Yeah, we'll what, do it next what, year, what, Anthony. Let's, let's do it. We'll do, a, yeah. we'll do an album. <laughs> but what? from what I remember, I only heard from that Cheap Trick album, I only heard them changing the lyrics to their existing songs. So it'd be like, I want you for Christmas. I was like, wait, what? You're just changing. I, I don't think that happened. No, no, no. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> I, do, I want album. you to want not me. Not on this album. That's not the one? I don't think so. Um, no, no, they no. Have I, a, I they... would throw this out the window if that was the case. <laughs> I thought that's I what I would that get was. my money back. I would burn this and make a video <laughs> at Cheap Trick if they did that. They're not I'd that bad. i on a loop. They're not that bad. They're not that bad. <laughs> I heard hey, that. Uh, here's the songs in there. Um, okay. Right. Merry Christmas, Darlings, which is an original. Okay. Um, I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day. That's a great song. Um, that's not an original. Um, Let's see. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, that's another one. Please come home for Christmas. Great song. Uh, original. Uh, this one's an original. Remember Christmas. And uh, Rudolph Run. Obviously, that's not. Father Christmas. Cover. Oh, that's song. Anthony's nice song. Cover. Yeah, I like that one. Um, yeah, maybe it sounds a little bit like I want you to. I don't think so, though. I, I don't know. I get it. It exists. I'm Googling it right now just to make sure I didn't, this album, it wasn't a fever I'll, dream. I'll be corrected. I don't care. <clears throat> oh, I, I don't know if it's that. I didn't. I figured they had one Christmas album. No, nah, this is a whole <laughs> album, like with 12 songs. <laughs> a very special Christmas. Is that what it's called? No. This is Cheap Trick Christmas uh, Christmas. Christmas Christmas, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's pretty new. That's... This came out in 217. Oh, okay. The other one came out first. I love how they have two Christmas albums. I didn't That's know they hilarious. had two. Well, at least they did it right. Cheap Trick's making that Christmas money. They, yeah, they ain't yeah. messing around. <laughs> they... I want to check out that first one. Yeah, the Hendrix one's cool. I mean, it's, you know, it's, the Hendrix. Get it it's on, on Spotify. Thing. Just, it's like two yeah, pieces yeah. of good music. The uh, it, It's fun, though. It's just to hear, like, I really love the New Year's uh, song, too, by Hendrix. It's like, it's really cool. Like, he really gets into it, so it's fun. But yeah, I think I they were saying that it was kind of like a lot of music, kind of like the Prince Estate, where I feel like a lot of it was just these guys were messing around. They just, yeah. after, you know, they push record on something and whatever. And then they, and then their estate is like, hey, we can make money off of that. Because even that great piano, um, uh, piano and coffee or whatever, I forget what it's called, but the Prince release was, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was basically him and a piano. And uh, it was it was recorded off a of boombox. Like he was just kind of like trying to figure out some songs. So he re pushed record on an actual '80s boombox or whatever wow. it was. And so, and then they released that, and it actually sounds amazing. It's really it cool. sounds good. Yeah, it's gritty and cool. Like because it's just huh. a him and a piano, so it's like you know, it's scaled down. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I'm sure they, they I'm sure they fixed it up. You know, yeah, they, sure, <laughs> absolutely. I'm sure they took some of the grit of the you know boombox recording. The uh, yeah. The uh, what are what are boomboxes? Panasonic. Um, <laughs> uh, what's the Bose. crappy brand? Jeff knows all this stuff. What's the crappy electronics brand? <laughs> well, Panasonic was not great. No, Panasonic was okay. But what that was, was the what was the crappy? Craig? 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 That's a Craig, bad one. Craig's, yeah, Craig's Craig. a bad one. Weston <laughs> Weston House. Weston House. There you go. Weston House boombox. <laughs> made shitty TVs and worse boomboxes. I'm still amazed that there's a trend that's coming back. 
and it's people walking around with their music blaring in a in either you know it might be a speaker box from a Bluetooth, but it's like people are doing that again where they just want to blast their music when they walk down the street without yeah. the headphones. And I'm like, how is this cool at all? Like, what are you doing? It's like in L.A. It's like everybody's walking around, you blaring their music as they walk in. That they're holding, you're holding the thing. Like it's just yeah. I don't know. That's so. But there stupid. was something cool looking about having the boombox on your shoulder, you was know, it? or just holding it like it's a suitcase or whatever. But but the Bluetooth speaker does not look cool. Yeah, it's yeah. You can't be cool with that. And they, no. I think they probably try to make something that look like the boombox. The boombox wasn't cool either. It wasn't cool either. There I had no, the big boombox. Boom there I was had it. nothing cool about holding a boombox on your shoulder. We just thought it was. <laughs> we thought it was, it was cool. All, it there was, was nothing cool about that. It was like awkward, Radio Raheem. Clumsy. <laughs> Great movie. No, it, you know, iconic moment, but nothing cool about it um, <laughs> at all. There's nothing cool about a lot of stuff that we were like, that's cool. Breakdance. No. That was, <laughs> um but we just go with it because we don't know. You're young and you're just like, yeah, you're impressionable. And then the older yeah. you get, you're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Take it back a notch. There's a lot of trying to uh... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Somebody's playing. Okay, anyway. All right, let's go. Let's. Uh, so we're ending out. We got a little behind because we were, um, you know. you guys were doing shows. Had to cancel shows, but <laughs> sorry about Touring. that. Stop it. We're not going to do it anymore. I won't cancel any more shows. We'll let you guys, I'll let you guys do the shows. But it's, it's so much more fun with me. You know what it is. Oh, it's great when, right. when you're here. I like if I'm not here, here, I mean, come on. I know you've done a few shows, but, you know, I don't think we ever posted those. But <laughs> <laughs> me and Jeff have had a really good one. Those are practice shows. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. All right. So we did instrumental <laughs> month and we did different things. And uh, this one surprised me with Jeff. I thought he was yeah. going to do the freaking guy who went with David Lee Roth or something. What was his name? Um the or Frampton. No. Yeah, the Frampton one. No. Is he Frampton? Uh, who, who are you thinking about? Um, Joe Satriani? Or yeah. Uh, I really yeah, yeah. thought you were going to do that because I, I almost did that. And I was like, God, there's no way Jeff's not going to do that guy. And it was interesting that you chose this guy, Maynard Ferguson. And uh, so why don't you talk about it and tell us why and tell us about this this artist that you chose. Well, you know, growing up, um, I used to listen to Maynard Ferguson because I used to hang out with guys who like I had a, I had a lot of different friends, like different posses of friends. I, you know, I had like guys who were, who were jocks. I had you know, guys who I knew, like, you know, who were like stoners, rockers. And then I hung out with guys who played music. And one of my best friends, this guy, John uh, Lito, uh, was a trombone player. And we would we would uh, jam together. I was a drummer. And we would play like uh, jazz. And he turned me on to this guy, Maynard Ferguson, who we went to go see at uh, Carnegie Hall. Wow. And in 1978, when I was like, a, you know, when this album came out, I mean, I was a little kid. 
But in high school, this is when I, I quote onto it. The album is called Carnival. The album comes out in 78. It's his 11th album. So he's not cool at, by any stretch. He's a, he's a, he's a heavy set guy by the, you know, it, you know, he's been around since the 1950s. But in the 70s, music took like a weird turn uh, with, with the theme from Rocky. You know, that, you know, that became like a number one hit. It was an instrumental, you know, that was all done on the, uh, on the, tr- on the trumpet. And, you know, it was a big, big band uh, arrangement. And then you had Chuck Mangione, who uh, took the fuglehorn and did that song Feel So Good. And that became a chart talker. So there was kind of like an opening there for, for a guy like Maynard Ferguson to uh, come in. And he was looking for pop hits to, that would be played on um, AM radio, which was the dominant radio band at the time. And then also on uh, FM. And he played some like the big covers of the day, like um, Earth, Wind and Fire had um, a top 10 hit with Fantasy. And he does a version of that, which I think is really, really good. And, you know, the the the, uh, the the lead vocal part is uh, that's done by the trumpet. And that was, uh, you know, Maynard Ferguson's niche was he could really hit that high note and make that note, like you know, sustain it and make it uh, scream. And that's a hard thing to do. Uh, he was like one of the few, he, 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 had, he had this really weird cult following of brass musicians that were, you know, really understood this. Um, and I had friends who, who, you know, just really, made me appreciate how good this guy really was. Um, he did a cover of Jerry Rafferty's Baker Street, you know, mm-hmm. which was also good. Um, I, I love one of my favorite songs on the album is uh, Weather Report's Birdland. To me, that really uh, stands out. Um, and then just to show the age of the album. Um, <laughs> did we lose him? Yeah, I think he, he just froze. I, I yeah. wasn't sure if it was just he was, me. He was frozen, and that face is hilarious. That <laughs> That's a good face to get frozen. It's the on. funniest frozen face I've ever seen. <laughs> so, <laughs> and just, that's that's the fear is like you're gonna get frozen in a stupid face you know yep. <laughs> um we'll, we'll wait he's, i'm back. back he's back uh, yeah yeah is he back okay, okay it, looks, it looks better now yeah that was hilarious dude your yeah, face was, was frozen your face you're like priceless. so funny that's, that's just the way i look yeah you, you got to get some better internet down there jeff like you have I know, money like spend it extra it. spend extra on the internet man yeah, come on! Um, don't I, you watch I, porn I, down there and stuff? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's an investment. I watch on my iPad. Some, have some of these we, Twitcher we, kids. We, we I'll tell you what to get. Bathroom. These Twitcher kids know the good internet. Twitcher kids. So um, you were saying so was, to show the uh, the age of the album. You're about to oh, say yeah, something to show, to show the age of the album. Um, he does the theme from uh, Battlestar Galactica, which was a big uh, hit at the time. Um, also, he throws in some like really like like standards like Stella by Starlight and uh, does a cover of Over the Rainbow. Uh, I, I I always liked this album. I hadn't listened to it in a, in a long time. So when we decided to do um, instrumentals, this this brought me back to that era, you know, of, of growing up and playing uh, uh, in a band and and playing like like jazz in a band. So um, that's, that, that's my pick. Manor Ferguson, uh, Carnival. I'm curious to see what you guys think about this. I want you to start, Anthony. I, uh, you know, okay. So I was skeptical at first cause I Googled the guy and I was like, 
did Jeff pick like the only white jazz guy? <laughs> That's, what, That's what, how white what Jeff is. Yeah. Even his jazz. <laughs> he only likes white football players. Jazz. <laughs> I, so I was real skeptical because I, I saw right away Canadian jazz. I was like, no, come on. Go on, Jeff. But I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. It was uh, um, like kind of... Um, because it wasn't towards the end, it gets more traditional. But in the beginning, it was almost that kind of like freeform mm-hmm. jazz, which which I really like. Um, and I love the the um, that Baker Street song. But the cover on this, I, I was probably my least favorite on on this album in particular. Because it's Baker like Street, yeah. Because it's like the first time I, on the album, I think, where where they they have vocals come in, and I was like, ah, you didn't need that. You need the vocals. Mm. But I thought it was a really good, really good album. I liked it a lot. I would listen to it again, putting it in my rotation. <laughs> nice, nice. Adam, what are you what are you thinking? I uh I enjoyed it. I um thought it was very uh you know, it's very funky also and and um there was a lot of uh it was it was playful. It was um um I mean I always like I always loved Baker Street, so I I enjoyed the cover of it on here. Um, yeah, I mean, this is the first time I heard uh, Maynard Ferguson. I'll definitely, definitely check out some more. Very cool. I hated it. Did um, you really? <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. I did. You're a wow. jazz guy. I, I am a jazz guy, but um, I like my jazz musicians on heroin. <laughs> um, I like them down and out. Um, I like. Um, I don't like them doing soundtracks. Long. I want them barely making money, <laughs> and they're just trying to get that next high. And uh, yeah, I mean, I listen to a lot of the, you know, the, I mean, somebody put on here Stan Getz, who's one of my favorites, um, and who who's not like one of those guys. I don't, I don't believe. But uh, you know, somebody said horrible guy, brilliant musician. I don't know if that's about. Maynard Ferguson or Stan Getz, but somebody said the album cover is dope and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I just uh, it's a little too seventies for me. Like it starts to get into mm. kind of like this. Like it's cool. It's very experimental, which I love. I feel like it was really cool. It's just uh, you know, it just seemed too peppy for me, man. I was, I was just mm. like you know, just brassy and up and beat, and mm-hmm. it felt like that's the difference between cocaine jazz and heroin <laughs> jazz. Um, in the seventies, <laughs> I feel like it maybe well, didn't really, do coke. He's a heavy guy, but um, it's it's okay. I mean, and I love soundtrack stuff like I Battlestar Galactica. Like I can get into a, a cheesy soundtrack, but I felt it was a little cheesy for my taste. I like a broody jazz. Um, I like a real broody jazz. And I listen to jazz, you know, it's like, it's, it's, you know, I don't mind an upbeat kind of West coast jazz with drums and kind of a, a improv style. Like I like that upbeat jazz, but it's still different than this. I feel, I feel this was great and experimental. And I did like the guitar stuff in the beginning. The first song mm-hmm. was pretty cool. It's like a classical guitar with, you know, the trumpet, which I think I've never really heard too much of that. So I thought it was cool. It was very instrumental. It's just, I don't know. It just wasn't my thing. It sounded very Johnny Carson, very uh, Doc oh, Everts, you know, yeah. like da 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 da. There's a lot of that kind of stuff. I felt like oh, yeah. it sounded a little game showy, you know. But uh, but it was good. It's just you know, it's just not my dig. You know what I mean? Like it's not something that I'm gonna own. I have a lot of jazz. I don't have this. I'm not seeing as bad. I would like to hear another album because I don't want to judge somebody off one album. You can't do that. I felt like uh, can keep the door then. Yeah. Okay. I'll check it out. 
Um, I'll check it out. Um, but I, you know, I, I'm pretty traditional with, with a lot of my jazz, you know, so, you know, it's all, it's the basics, the, the Mount Rushmore's, you know, the Coltrane's, Miles Davis, you know, that kind of stuff. So, but I'll, I'll check it out. I'll definitely, I'll give it, I'll give more of the catalog a, a look, but, um, but for this particular album, I don't know. It just felt a little too shiny for me. You know, hmm. I just, well, he's uh, playing with an orchestra. It's a, it's yeah. a 16 piece band yeah. he's playing with, you know, so it's, it's, it's a, di- like I said, it's a different type like, of jet. Yeah. I like big band <laughs> though. I like big, big, big band music, you know? Um, I wonder if he's bringing a kind of Canadian influence to jazz that you're not, that you're not enjoying. Oh, he's Canadian. I think he's Canadian, right? Oh, that explains everything. He's Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) He also launched the career of Dave Valentin, which he was like one of the big time uh, flute players. Yeah, it's first of all, it's incredible music, and it's definitely. I'm not saying it's bad. I just didn't respond. I just. I don't know. It just didn't hook me. You know, I think, cause like I said, I'm a, I'm a, you know, me, y'all know me, I'm a broody bitch. And so I like my music that way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always snapping on people and shit. Like I want my moments jazz like that. You know, you gotta have your light moments every now and then. I do, but that's dance music. That's erasure. And that's, uh, you know, the monkeys or something or something silly. Mm. Like that's, I have those moments. I just don't like it in this genre. I don't have, I don't like my jazz too, too, you know, too polished. So I don't know. It just, it is what it is. You know, that's just, that's just me, man. It's like, uh, you know, what did anybody say about this? Um, this so is coffee shop jazz. Somebody called it. <laughs> what, what they call but, it? Coffee shop jazz. But or, I, I didn't think the beginning of the album sounded like that. I thought it was it was like free jazz. Yeah, it is experimental. It's definitely what jazz is. You know, where you just experiment yeah, yeah. and you go. And I get what all that is. I do. I love it. I the idea of it, it's you know, but just wasn't for me, man. I just With didn't. that album, he was trying to make a couple of bucks, and that's why he covered uh, a lot of the big hits of that yeah, era. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's yeah. why you had, you had Battlestar Galactic and Fantasy and Baker Street. You know, and and then he sticks to you know the traditional stuff, like like I said, I over the, the Rainbow and uh, Stella by Starlight. When bands try to go for hits, you know, they usually drop a little. So, but hey, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. People gotta eat. <laughs> People gotta eat. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm doing. I'm going. This is got 16 people in that band. Doesn't you? Dude, I'm selling out. I'm keep, selling keep out going this year. To White Castle. I'm selling out this year. I'm doing my next album is going to be completely clean. That's how I'm selling Ooh. out. Like I'm not. I'm not messing around. It's called coming clean. I'm talking about my, all my stuff. But uh, I want to be clean because you know that's where the money is. It's like we've been telling dick jokes in the unemployment line too long, man. Like, you got to go clean, man. <laughs> So the money is, but yeah, but this was cool. You know, I appreciate you doing, you know, picking something that I didn't think you were going to pick, which I love that. I love being surprised. And so, and finding another, uh, you know, another element about you that I didn't know that you were into this kind of music. And so, and the fact that you played jazz, I love that. And yeah, that's really cool. And so you, you played, played uh, drums. Is that what you played? Yeah. Yeah. I got to find the picture. Uh, I have a picture of me on, like I had, uh, I had a, like a little uh, five piece kit. And we would jam, we jam like in, in garages, we jammed at my house and, you know, we would play out, you know, um, to, to 
played for my prom in high school. Wow. I played drums in a band. You did a lot wow. of stuff in high school that a lot of people just did not do. You like opened record stores and played in a wedding. Well, that was band. in college. That was college. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. We didn't, I didn't do anything in college like that. And I just, uh, you know, I didn't even get money from my parents. We know that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just think that's really cool. Um, 4 a.m. jazz is too cool for you guys. Whippersnappers. People try to bust on us. I'm like, you have no idea how much we hate ourselves. You can't really. <laughs> uh, someone asked if we like Robert Glasper. I don't know who that is. Do you guys? I don't know. Uh, What's his name? Robert Glasper. G-L-A-S-P-E-R. Jazz musician, I assume. No. Um, all right. And somebody says, I don't like breakdance because I can't pop and lock. Um, so that's totally not true. Broken. <laughs> I can't, I can't pop a lot. I bet you can, Jeff, cause you're a phenomenal dancer. Give phenomenal us some. Dancer, what do you got? Come on. I'm an excellent dancer. Give us some, give us some, give us some pop and lock. Come on for the kids. Show us what we used to do. <laughs> Anthony, you got I, the body I, for it, Anthony. You should be able to do it. I have, I have my cardboard behind me if you want me to break it out. I got my cardboard. I got my Adidas. Oh, yeah. I got my big, big sneakers. You I got, I got my, I got my play the beat. soundtrack. Jeff talks a big Let's game. He ain't dancing nowhere. I'll play the dancing beat right now. Done. All right, Jeff. Come on. Oh, shit. Look at that. Oh, there we go. Really? I'm a, Bogan. I'm a, a guy that Bogan. calls himself phenomenal. I'm not impressed. You're you, you can't get right. this over Zoom. Yes, you, you could. Yes, you could. You could back Jeffrey the camera Paul up. Has to be you could back the camera up Dustin. and give yourself a warm whole up. floor space. He's got to do his stretches. All right. So that was great. So, um, <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I also want to do a thing where we get to pick our favorite albums of the year. And, um, you know, I think that's, you know, there was, you know, there wasn't a lot of music in 2021 as far as new albums and stuff. And so you got to think like, what's, you know, what, what albums did you pick? Um, I chose a band called the black keys. Um, a couple of white kids, Jeff will love this a couple of white kids from, <laughs> from Akron, Ohio. Um, uh, had me at white kids, a couple of white kids. Uh, Don <laughs> Alberbach is lead guitarist and a vocalist and Patrick, uh, Car- Carney, I believe is a drummer. Mm-hmm. And uh, their debut album was a uh, big come up. I mean, they self-produced most of their albums. The first four albums, they kind of self-produced. And I'm sure Adam will know more about this band than me. I kind of found them a little later and uh, I really got into them. And I kind of got into this particular album first. And then I kind of went backwards and got to some of their older stuff. Um, their debut album, Big Come Up. Uh, and then let's see, Brothers was one of their big albums that came out. They, were, they won three Grammys off the single uh, Tighten Up. Big deal. Um, and so Delta Cream is this album that we have here. Um, actually own it. And uh, this is uh, their 10th studio album. And this is a collection of like Hills Blues covers, which is that Mississippi Delta sound that, uh, you know, a lot of us know well. Um, It's a lot of songs from covers. Actually, what's great about this cover album 
is it's a nice tribute. It's not like they're doing a cover album to do a cover album. The a part of it is uh, it was songs they learned when they were first starting out. It was like songs that they were trying to learn how to play. They would listen to all this blues and all this stuff. And so I think that's pretty cool. It's like the, they became better musicians because of learning to play these particular songs. And so I think that's a cool shout out to to these great people, such as, you know, John Lee Hooker, uh, Ronnie Burnett, uh, Junior uh, Kimbro and R.L. Burnside. So I thought that was great. Um, this is um, this is a kind of blues where, um, you know, they call it the hypnotic boogie because it's all about a vibe. It's uh, this this particular album is if you love blues, because um, what I do, I like it when people reinvent blues. I feel that's, you know, it's hard to do because it's such a it's such a, you know, kind of structured thing that, that has been around for so many years. But to, to have a fresh spin on it is always nice. And I feel like uh, the Black Keys do a great job with that, with this album. Uh, I feel Gary, Gary Clark Jr. does that, where he takes kind of a different, you know, kind of groove to it. And it adds a modern sound to it. Because I want more people to come to blues. And I feel like an album like this will do that because it's like, you know, you, you seek out, you know, who the songs are from a lot of great songs on here. Uh, crawling King snake, uh, John Lee hooker. That's the opening tracks. Fantastic. That's such a broody, you know, me broody, cool kind of, you know, sexy song. Um, let's see. Then they do way down South, which is great. All these in a row are great. Uh, let's see. Uh, cool. Oh, cool. Black mighty was great song. Uh, that song's great. Uh, Randy Barnett. And, um, yeah, so this was great, man. And, uh, do the romp was great. And sad lonely nights also by junior Kimbrough. Those are great. songs. this whole album is great. It's a double, um, which I love because then you just get more music and uh, it's uh, it's a really cool album. Nothing crazy with the artwork except uh, kind of sums up what the, what the South is now, you know, kind of a, uh, you know, kind of a, what is that? A Chevy Malibu and a Delta cream. I don't know if that's donuts. I don't know. But um, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> but it's a really cool album. I don't know. Talk to me, guys. Did you like this album? And uh, cool. That's what I got. Uh, we'll start with you, uh, Jeff. Yeah, I I absolutely loved it. Um, be, before we went on air, we were talking a little bit about this, and it brought me back to a time when um, my wife went to uh, veterinary school at Mississippi State, and I would fly down, you know, every uh, couple of months when she'd have a break, and then we would go and hang out, you know, in the South. We would spend time in Atlanta. We and but we spent a lot of time in uh, Memphis. And we would go to like these different bars and stuff and see bands and everything. And, and you know, we would see this type of, of, uh, of blues and this type of, of music. And it was just amazing. Um, yeah. The, the songs that really stood out for me, crawling King snake is, is phenomenal. And I think um, uh, poor, poor boy, a long way from home. I really enjoyed as well, but I really liked the whole vibe of the whole album. I mean, this is one of those albums that you put on and you have a couple of beers and you're hanging out and it's just, you know, there's not a, there's not a weak track on the album. And I'm really glad you, um, you suggested this because I think the two, the two albums and the two artists that really opened my eyes during this show has been 
the Black Keys, this album, and Gary Clark Jr. That made me want to go and check out more of his uh, catalog. So I thought this was a really good one. Good, good pick. Yeah, it was cool. You know, what's interesting about it is um, the album before this, I'm not crazy about, but I love the album Brother. And that's the one before, you know, the Let's Rock, I think, is the one before this one. And I wasn't crazy about it because I want it's certain bands. You just, you know, you want them to do what they do. And I feel like this band should be doing blues. And so sometimes, you know, I think they want to kind of go off in different directions and whatnot. But um, but yeah, I felt like you want this band to play the blues. They do it so well. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's just, um, you know, just, you know, it's funny. It's a studio album. But like you were saying, it feels like you're in a club when you listen to it. You know, you feel like you're in a dirty, dingy club, you know, when you're listening to this this album. So it's really cool. Uh, Adam. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I really enjoyed this album. I think it, it really captures the Black Keys well. Uh, I mean, this is one that they just did. They just did this album in two days with, uh, you know, very little planning and so cool. uh, no really rehearsals. Now that that uh, the the cover, the uh, the photo on the album is actually a uh, photograph from the 70s okay. of the, uh, it's the Delta Cream Shop in Mississippi. Oh, nice. But, um, but yeah, I, uh, I was, uh, I'd actually heard the Black Keys back uh, when they first started, uh, right around like Thick Freakness, Rubber uh, Rubber Factory, around that time. So I got to see them play at the Knitting Factory when there's probably like ten people there, and um, I got to see them play an afternoon show at uh, I think it was at the it was by the World Trade Center site. It was at the World Financial Center. They were doing some kind of music on Wall Street thing, and uh, it, it was incredible. I got to go see them play there to pretty much nobody but um but they've always been a great band and i think you know just that kind of blues and garage sound is the perfect sound for them uh they also have right now um i think el camino is it right i think they're just reissued it for its 10th anniversary yeah it's another great album i thought about buying that one too it looks great yeah how far uh how far back did you go with them did you listen all the way back to Thick Freakness, I, Rubber Factory? I did. I, I, well, a couple tracks. Of it. Brothers um, was, I think I stayed there the longest. I feel like that's a really yeah. good album. I wasn't like, I, I don't know how you feel about uh, Let's Rock, but I wasn't too crazy about it. I thought it was, you know, I'm just trying to kind of branch out a little more modern, I think. Yeah. And sometimes you want, I don't know, you just want that sound, you know, from the album that you love. Uh, Anthony. I, uh, I didn't know the story behind it it makes me like it more that it's songs that they learned um but I, you know i thought it was fine the, the, all the playing is good and sounds great um but i i think maybe just something like how you felt about the uh the jazz album it's like yeah. it's fine i yeah. had no problem with it but uh <clears throat> i think i would probably rather see them play that stuff live than just yeah. put it on and listen to it yeah, I love the fact that they're a duo. Nothing's better than seeing Delta yeah. Blues live. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, it's yeah. blues is meant for that. You know, I think it's great on vinyl. I think yeah, uh, vinyl blues is, cool. is fantastic yeah. on vinyl. Um, I think it's one of the rare. I don't like it digitally, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's but like it's it's the first album. It's a cover album, so it's probably yeah. not the best way to gauge the band. Um, it'd be like gauging Weezer's last album, off, but mm. gauging Weezer oh off of that last album. Bad Weezer. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. So, you know what I mean? I mean, but, yeah. it, but seriously, it'd be, it'd be similar to that because that's what their album was. It was a throwback to music that inspired them. Yeah, that's right. 
so Please. you know it would be very similar to that but uh yeah it's cool we don't you know it's like you we don't all have to you know like the same yeah. thing but uh i i just you know this is really good vinyl um co- collector kind of stuff because i feel like it's like i don't know i just have very specific things i enjoy in vinyl and i i enjoy this and it's kind of you know fills the house nice but uh but yeah. i'm a big blues guy um you know stevie ray vaughn is my religion and you know, it's like BB King and, you know, I've been listening to that. My dad was into it, Muddy Waters and all that stuff. So it's like, you know, ZZ Top, the early stuff. And, you know, I'm really into that kind of that, that groove. It's really part of the music that I listen to a lot when I buy myself. That's, you yeah. know, I want blues going on at all times. Whereas Jeff might go more rat. I'm going to go more down this road. So <laughs> when I'm by myself, you know, I know Jeff loves blues, but, but I listen to it a lot. And so it was nice to hear something you know, that was a little fresher and different and stuff. And I really, I just, I don't know. It's very hypnotic and a very cool vibe that it kind of, it blends each song kind of blends into each other. And I just like that sometimes Mm -hmm. Well, the, the album just works as an album, but, um, but yeah, I'm going to stay more, pay more attention to these guys. I think they're definitely talented and just somebody new, um, before we close out, who are some of your favorite, you know, it's two guys, which I thought was interesting. They'll bring in a bass player and stuff and whatever. So it's, it's a Mm -hmm. duo. Um, who are some of your favorite duos? I don't know if Twitchers want to hit us or, um, Anthony, uh, we'll start with yeah. you. What, what, who, what's one of your favorite duo bands? Of two um, people? my favorite two piece band is local H local H. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. What's, uh, what's one of their great songs? Uh, one of their, well, their biggest hit is, uh, it's called bound to the floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, bound to the floor. It's, um, you gonna play it right now? I don't know how to play it actually. But, <laughs> you look like you were you like about to play it. I was like, "This is awesome." <laughs> I, you know, it's, I, I don't know how to it's play a, it. It's oh, a okay. great song. I, I saw them a couple of times live. They're great, great live. Yeah, I don't know them too much. That's cool. I'll check them out. I've seen um, them probably ten times. Nice. They they were like a '90s band that had some minimal uh, commercial success, and they've continued to be a band since then. Um, I mean. Pretty consistently putting out good albums since since ninety five, I think. Very cool. Here's a couple of comments. Um, somebody said, Oh my god, I love RL Burnside. Adding it to my list. My son turned me on to the black keys. Very cool, very cool. Thank you. Um, they're talk about favorite duos. Uh someone said Brooks and Dunn, Hall and Oates. Oh, Hall and, and Oates is good. Um, the arithmics. Oh, nice. That's a good cool. one. Yeah. I didn't even think if, about that. Yeah. There's and so just w- one one cool thing that I just thought of for uh, local H. If I could just say, this. when you see them live, they sent, if you weren't looking at the stage, you would think that there were at least three or four people playing because the the singer he modifies his electric guitar, so he's got a bass. He put in a bass pickup, and he's got two uh, two jacks. So he's going into a guitar amp and a bass amp, and he's going through an octave pedal. So yeah. the bass pickup is picking up. So it actually sounds like he's playing bass and guitar at the same time, and then the drummer is just playing loud as shit. Oh, so, that's great. So they I mean, sound yeah, huge. He yeah, plays it's great. hard, too. It's great. I always thought the white stripe sounded like five yep. people, you know? I mean, oh, yeah. it's yeah. like, you know, I thought they did a good job sounding loud. Like they really, mm-hmm. you know, filled up a room with the two-piece. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's probably one of my favorites. I'm a big fan. They're great, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, early stuff is fantastic. Uh, Jeff? Yeah, I got a couple, man. I love uh, Tears for Fears, uh, mm. one of the bands you mentioned before. Is, that, is Tears for Fears a two-piece? 
Well, pretty much. It's Roland Osbold and uh, Kurt. Uh, but they Smith. have a band, though. Yeah. Well, so does I mean, so does the White Stripes when they fill it out. You no, know, they, they play don't. Live. No, they're they're sure, a when they play live. band. No, when they play live, they have the. the no, it's just the two. I think it's just the two. It's just the two. All right, then if we're gonna go through, then how about uh, Pet Shop Boys? <laughs> Who Fat Boys? Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> Pet Shop Boys. Are they two people? Are they two people? Just yeah. two. Yeah, I've seen them in, in, in concert. Pet Shop Boys, because uh, yes. Racer's like that too. A Racer, I've seen a million times too. Yeah, I love both of them. Yeah, no, no they're both they're, they're yeah. two piece. I wasn't challenging you. I was just saying they're yeah, two piece. Yeah. It's 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 a guy um, Vince on the race. Cheers for Vince fears Clark. is like thirteen guys, just for the record. It's not thirteen guys, <laughs> <laughs> but it's two principal guys. It's a lot of guys. I mean, come on, it's Brooks and Dunn. Is it just the two of them, or is it just probably like, not? Yeah. But we yeah. want we want to keep the fans, Jeff. We don't shit on the comments from the fans, just each other. <laughs> yeah. So for so we just about still two, is Nash two and Young. Do they count? <laughs> There's three of them, stupid. <laughs> That's four, in fact. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, yeah, any more duos? Sonny and Cher? I don't know. Talk to those guys. No, um, Sonny and Cher. Yeah, the White Stripes. No, somebody, somebody agreed. Yep. White Stripes. <laughs> Now there's got to be a two piece. Oh, gotta tenacious be... D, yeah. yeah somebody said that. Them? Somebody did tenacious D. That was Flight of the Concords. Yeah, tenacious D. That was definitely uh, dressed in dolls. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah, dressed in dolls. I didn't know they were two piece. Yeah, I don't know. Um, any more two pieces? Uh, now I want. Now I want a biscuit and some coleslaw. Two piece, nothing. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, yeah, Simon and Garfunkel. All right, guys. Well, this, this has been a great show. Thank you for uh, supporting us here at Dustin Vinyl. A lot of good, fun stuff in the chat. We appreciate that. That helps us enjoy the show. So please get the word out and come back. We're going to be doing some fun stuff. Follow us online and uh, Instagram and all that stuff. We'll let you know what we're doing. And uh, yeah, Patreon page is supposed to be coming, but I'm, I'm slow burn. We're going to get it done over the holidays. But thank you, everybody. Have a happy holiday. Uh, Anthony's going to play us out. And uh, bye-bye. Rock and roll. Bye vinyl. Four record stores. Bye vinyl, yeah. All right, I'm going to do, uh, this is a song from my newest album. It's called Songs for Children to Cry To. <laughs> Your goldfish is not in heaven. Religion says they've got no souls. No, they got no souls. So where do dead fish go now? Well, I don't mean to sound suspicious, but I don't care if that fish was religious. No, your goldfish is not in heaven. And you can go and ask the reverend And he'll say when you flush those sins with fins Right down the toilet They do not go to a better place No one does Yes! By Anthony's new album, uh, Songs for Children to Cry To. It's available on all the platforms, correct? Uh, next week it will be. Right next now it's week. just on my Bandcamp. Oh, Bandcamp. Uh, this you one want to time in Bandcamp. So buy that album. It's going to be great. Anthony really needs the money he's buying. He's got, he's got, he lost weight, so he's got to buy new clothes. <laughs> yeah. So buy this album so he's not naked. <laughs> and your moment is in. 
All right, where is it? There it is. Jimi Hendrix as Santa Claus. As Santa. All right, everybody. Thank you. We'll see you. <laughs> Hendrix. Great show, guys. Okay, guys. Love Good you. Show. Happy holidays.